As a way to honor all of the mothers on here, from now through Mother's Day weekend, you can grab the My Essential Birth course and get the new bonus birth affirmations track plus matching birth affirmation cards and get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot. Or you can be one of the first five to bundle and save grabbing the My Essential Birth and Postpartum course. And I will personally send you a handmade 100% muslin cotton belly bind with your bonus tutorial video. Plus you get all the bonuses from before the birth affirmation track, matching birth affirmation cards, and you get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot totaling $247 worth of goodies. Head to myessentialbirth.com forward slash get started and join me in the birth course today. Happy Mother's Day. Women have been giving birth for centuries, so it's a pretty natural experience, right? Wrong. I'm Stephanie King, professional doula, childbirth educator, and the creator of the My Essential Birth Course, the online childbirth education course that's helping women everywhere confidently achieve their best birth. Today's culture would have us think that birth should be treated like an illness or an emergency, and that most of us need other people telling us what's best for our bodies because we aren't the experts. So sit tight, because if you're tuning into this podcast, you'll probably start to believe in your body, your intuition, and find yourself empowered and confident to do what it takes to have the birth of your dreams. If you like listening to me take you through these weekly topics step-by-step, then you're going to love the My Essential Birth course. Make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast and definitely head over to myessentialbirth.com for the free downloads mentioned right here in these episodes and to join the birth course and community full of pregnant moms just like you. I have to add a disclaimer that I am not a medical professional and I cannot provide medical advice. All of the information expressed in this podcast are based off of personal, professional, and educational experiences and are my own opinion. Please work with a provider you trust for medical advice during your pregnancy and birth. All right. Welcome back, you guys. This week's reviewer of the week is Yasmin098. And she says, first pregnancy. Since finding out we are expecting with our first, I have been trying to find holistic and educational resources to soak up all things pregnancy. I have really enjoyed diving into the different topics I have questions about and already feel more confident about how to plan going forward and making decisions about my pregnancy. Thank you, Yasmin. And yes, you are in the right place for all of those things. If you are wondering about making decisions, if you have questions about specific things happening in your pregnancy or birth or labor process, actually, even postpartum, this is the place to be. So I'm glad you're here. Glad you're listening. If you haven't left a review yet, definitely go do that. It's the best way to share this information and let other people see it as well. Now, this week's topic is a little bit different. It is not my norm, but I felt like it was also really time to have the conversation. Um, So let me start with (laughs) postpartum mood disorders. I think are thankfully being talked about more now than they ever have been. Uh, Women are becoming more aware of the signs of postpartum mood disorders, and that's not listen. It's not limited to postpartum. These include um, mood disorders and things that can happen during pregnancy. And if you've been listening here with me for a while, you know that that is actually part of my story. And it's a topic that I've covered in some detail. So I experienced um, depression. I experienced prenatal depression with my first baby. I had no idea what actual depression was. I come from um, some family where that's a thing. And I legitimately thought that it wasn't as, quote, like real. Um, 
as they were making it out to be. And I mean, I literally could not relate at all. Didn't understand it, didn't get it. I was like, do something about it, you know? Um, And not even necessarily in a mean way, just like I cannot relate to you. So I, I know that sounds super rude, but I just couldn't fathom what other people were experiencing until I experienced that myself, which is honestly why I think I get a lot of the wonderful challenges that I get in my life so that I can pull my head out of the sand and say, hey, other people are going through this. Here's how you can have some empathy for them. Side note. Um, And today I want to switch gears and I want to talk about the difficulty of motherhood and how it doesn't come second nature to many of us. How figuring out our new lives in the role of being a mother and often a wife or partner, it can be really difficult. And I want to talk about how these drastic life changes are real and forever and how working through them and these kinds of things um, don't often come easy to a lot of us. And I think part of stepping into that role of motherhood doesn't necessarily mean that you need to fix it in any particular way that would include things like counseling or medication or a diagnosis. But I want to tell you that motherhood involves change and sacrifice and hard work, and it's often uncomfortable. And that could just be part of becoming a mother. Now, I'm going to preface this or make sure that I start here before I get into the rest of the episode. I'm not saying that there's not a time and a place for those other things that I have absolutely talked about on my podcast before that I absolutely teach about within my birth course um, and that I talk to moms about regularly. Postpartum depression, other mood disorders, those are very real things and they do need specific treatments. They do need specific counselors often or sometimes they need medication. They need somebody that can hold your hand professionally and walk you through those things. Um, In fact, with this episode, I am going to include a link to the EPDS or the Edinburgh um, Postpartum Depression Scale so that you can take a look at those questions and decide for yourself how serious are some of these feelings or thoughts or other things that are going on? How serious are those for me? Do I need more support in these areas. Okay. But I think it's not being talked about enough and uh, of just how motherhood is hard. And I'm definitely guilty of this as well. So that's kind of where I'm at and and what I want to touch on today. Um, Life is meant to be hard. Nothing about what we do in our lives are is easy. And the challenges that we go through make us stronger, whether that is physical or mental or emotional or spiritual. Those challenges, when we work through them, always make us better, always teach us something, always when we get to the other side of something really difficult or like, holy cow, that was hard. Not that I want to do that again, the way that that happened, but man, I feel so good. And can't the same thing about birth be said, right? And so when we are prepped, just like birth, when we are prepped for those things as best we can, and then we go through that process and we think we can't do it and we think we suck and we think it's so hard. And oftentimes we don't need medication. We just need support to get to the other side. How good does it feel to get to the other side? Um, And that's not to say if you had medication that you can't feel that as well. That wasn't my point. Um, But 
oftentimes what we really need um, or what is really going to help us during those periods might not be what we think it is. So I want to relate this back. It makes me think of, um, since I'm talking to moms and you either have some little babies, have already had these little babies, uh, or they're growing right now, I want you to think of a baby. Everybody can think of this. Take a moment. Think about a baby that is learning to get around for the first time. You know, how do they do it? They can, right? If you're my kid, you start rolling everywhere, right? You start shoving yourself under the couch, backing up instead of going forward. Um, you're doing all these weird things, but you start pushing off of things. Um, you're holding on to things so that you can kind of feel your way around. You fall down. They cry. Um, they get frustrated when they're stuck in a seat or a chair and they can't be moving. Um, and it's the same with when they're learning to talk. They can't communicate well. They're crying because they can't communicate well. Maybe they're throwing fits and throwing their bodies on the floor because they're like, I'm just trying to get this out there and nobody's listening. What do they need? Do they need a counselor? Do they need a diagnosis? You know, most of the time, no. There's those occasional things. And later on, when we're talking about ADHD, autism, you know, some serious, those other things that come later, if we notice that there's specific delays and things like that, that there's markers, in other words, that tell us that this child needs more help in a specific way. However, for the other babies, for the other kids, learning these new skills just sucks. Sometimes it's just hard. And that's just the reality of life. Um, They may need counsel, right? But it's not the way that we might think of counsel. They need love and support and encouragement. They need us. They need someone to pick them up and give them a kiss and a nice big hug and hold them and tell them it's going to be okay. They need someone to help them communicate. Um, they need us. They need us as their mother to let them know that they're, they're not failing. It's just part of it. And you know it sucks and you're going to sit there with them in it. But you trust that they're going to get better at it too. Now, you as a mom are learning. You are learning a new way of life. You are learning how to raise another human being, which is so difficult. There is no manual for it. There is no pre-training that happens. Maybe if you were lucky to come from like 13 kids, you've seen, you know, from the ground up a baby raised like this. Even at that, it's going to be harder. It's going to be different with your baby. So you are learning compassion and you are learning sacrifice. You are learning patience. You are learning communication. And that's not just with your baby. This is like with your partner too. All of these things, sacrifice, patience, communication, all of that stuff you are learning with your baby and with your partner. This is a new stage for both of you. You need support. You need a partner that's going to talk with you and hold you and love you. And they're going to need that from you too. You're going to need family and friends that have done it before. Um, You need people that you can turn to. And I think, kind of, I don't know, why, why can we offer such love and such care to our little children? And as I was thinking about this and trying to relate this to something so simple that we can all relate to, you know, why is that natural for us that we can offer them love and care and as they're learning to walk, as they're learning to talk? Um, And I think it's because we've been through it and we know 
that they're going to walk one day. We see it all the time. We see all the other babies doing it and they're all going to walk one day too. Uh, We know that they're going to talk one day. We know and we trust that they're capable of these things. And basically what it comes down to is we can see the end from the beginning. If you're obsessed with birth and you've ever thought about becoming a doula, you need to be at this free live training exclusively for my essential birth listeners with my friend and fellow birth worker, Kylie. Becoming a doula completely changed my life, and we need more women who are passionate about this work. You do not need to have given birth before, be on call 24-7, 365, or even wait until your kids have grown. Bring your passion and curiosity to this free training at myessentialbirth.com forward slash doula to get signed up, and I'll see you in the training. Think about that for a moment. Let it all sink in. (laughs) It's very real. Um, And I think this is why it's so important for us personally as moms to have women who have been through it before that we can reach out to. Again, I'm going to say same thing for birth, right? All these things I'm teaching you for birth and yet we forget them as we move into motherhood. We think we're going to just be, we should naturally be good at it and we're failing if we're not. And that's so not true. Um, I think about my own experience and I can't tell you how grateful I am for my mother-in-law and for my mother, such gratitude I have for these women that have gone before me, um, for friends and for other women, any like other women that their kids were older or they had more children or they were moms of boys. I came from all girls. Um, I had no idea what I was getting into. And the Lord blessed me with three beautiful boys. And I was overwhelmed. Um, So I was grateful to be able to talk to other moms that had a ton of boys. Um, I feel gratitude for other podcasts and YouTube videos that I've pulled up and um, online communities and my church community. Those things have been fundamental in helping me feel confident um, or even not crazy (laughs) and just okay in my mothering. And there's, I think there's a reason that it says it takes a village. And that's because if we don't have that village, where are we going to turn? Who are we going to turn to when we're feeling crazy and like we're a bad mom and we yelled at our kid and we took this away? Or, I mean, who do you turn to to have some support? Um, and you you won't have that if you if you don't reach out and and reach for those um, support systems that are that are meant to kind of that village, meant to keep you grounded, make you feel normal, let you know it's okay. It's it's kind of like in birth. Um, um, when you're going through your contractions, things are getting really tough. You feel like, gosh, something must be wrong or I'm not doing this right. And you've got your doula or your your birth partner there and they're like, you're doing great. I'm right here. You're doing great. I can see the end from the beginning. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. This is part of the process. That contraction, that contraction that just felt like it didn't stop and you have another one that's part of the process. You're right there. You're doing great. You need the same thing in motherhood. 100%. Absolutely. Hands down. That is true. And I'll relate it back. The women that have gone before us have done it before. They know the end from the beginning. They know that you're going to breastfeed with less stress one day. They know that you're going to figure out sleep schedules and nap times and you'll get your life in order. They know that that's going to happen one day and they know that you're capable of being an excellent mother. They know that. 
And as one woman that is likely ahead of you on that journey a little bit, I'm talking about me, I know that too. And so if you don't have anybody that you can think of to turn to and believe in you, then I want you to listen to me right now that I believe in you, that I know that you can do these hard things and that I know you can be an excellent mother. Um, and just like our babies, I like kind of pulling that back just for a minute. We watch our babies they're learning to walk. They're learning to talk. Those were the two easiest things I could think of. There's all kinds of things these babies are going to do and have trouble with as they grow. Um, but we know, looking at them, we know it's going to be hard. We look at them. We know it's going to be hard. Um, and we know that the reward in the end is going to be so worth it. So we don't stop them from trying because it gets hard. We pick them up and tell them, do it again. Just, you know, don't don't worry so much. Don't cry. You've got this. Put your hand here. Hold on to my fingers. Okay, I'm going to let go. Come here. You've got this. Come towards mommy. And it's that confidence, that reassurance, that empowerment that tells them, okay, I fell down. I cried. That sucked. I feel like I'm never going to be able to do this. It's all of that positive reinforcement that gets them to do it again. The holding the toy in front of their face, just a couple more inches, just take that four step, you know, the handing them the toy with the little handles that um, that moves forward, the little stroller or the little whatever, like, see, you can do this just little bits at a time. And we're right there with them anyway. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, this is kind of what I want to be talking to you about today. If you're feeling tired, if you're feeling like I'm not a good mother or that you're failing in some way, guess what? We all do it. I have done it. (laughs) I do it fairly consistently where I'm like, oh my gosh, am I making the right decision for my kids? Um, And and it's happened since birth. You know, it starts in pregnancy. Am I doing the right things for this baby? Do I want to have this medication? Do I choose to get this vaccine? Am I, as they're growing, you know, am I reading the right books to them? Am I teaching them the right way? Should it be Montessori where things are down low and they can touch everything? Or should I do it this way? It's just, we go back and forth on this all the time. And that's going to change and grow with you as those kids grow. But I want to tell you that we have all been there, Um, especially early on. Like we all have feelings of failure or I can't do this anymore or this is really hard. That's totally normal. And I think because of that, it is a lifetime of learning. And um, and I want to tell you that you are doing better than you think you are. I just want to pause and let you hear that for a moment. You are doing better than you think you are. I promise you that. And you've heard me say this before, but you personally have literally been chosen to be that child's, your children's mother. And it's because you are the perfect mother for that child. I think that needs to be said too. You are the perfect mother for your child. It doesn't mean you're going to mother them perfectly. That's not what that means. Um, But it does mean that you're going to need that knowledge as you go throughout your motherhood journey because you're going to need to advocate for your child throughout their youth. You will be inspired to know what that child needs and how to help them. 
You'll be inspired to ask appropriate questions to doctors and teachers and counselors or other professionals because you know your child best. And hopefully you're going to have all those support people around you that are going to believe that you know your child best and make sure that they put that into consideration when they're doing a diagnosis or working with your kid or whatever. But you love them most. You are are the one in charge of that whole situation. You care about them the most. You care about the outcomes the most. You That's your baby. That is your child. So of course, motherhood feels hard <laughs> is my point. It's a huge responsibility. Um, but you didn't get here by accident. And I just want to reassure you that you're capable of this work. And I think I just wanted this opportunity too to reach out to all of you women as fellow mothers and let you know that we've all been there. I just want to repeat that. If you're feeling that way, you're not the first. Um, You won't be the last. And don't dwell, if you can, on the difficulties of motherhood. Um, uh, But I think it's important that we normalize them. This wasn't to... Um, bring up all the like negative things that that can happen or to make you think of, you know, ways that you're failing. It's I wanted to make it more normal that we all feel like we're sucking (laughs) sometimes. And that's totally okay. Um, There's nothing wrong with you. We're all working to figure it out. And every year that your child grows, you're going to find that you grow too. You will need to. It's necessary. It's part of the process. So as uncomfortable as it is now, you're going to hit your stride. You're going to feel like it's so much better all of a sudden. And then another thing is going to come up and you're going to be like, oh, I'm sucking at this, whether that's a growth spurt early on um, or sleep regression or, you know, all those hard things that happen within that first year. Or it's the later stuff like my kid got into a fight with this other kid. And did I handle did I say the right thing to him? Did I say the right thing to the other kid? Should I have talked to the mom or maybe I had a bad experience? Like it's just going to keep going every year. You're going to find new ways, new challenges and difficulties that are going to help you grow. And with those challenges and difficulties, that growth is what we go for. That's what we aim for. That's what we build on. That's what makes us excited and happy and better people. You know, it's why we're here. Yeah, kind of on that note, those things are meant to help us become who we're meant to be. And I think sometimes it's easier to see that even through our kids. We watch the hard things that they go through or the whole reason that we give them consequences, right? Like my kids, well, if you don't get these lessons done this week for this schoolwork, then you can't hang out with your friends on the weekend. You can't have game time for an hour on Saturday. Um, Why do we do that though? Because we want them to become who they're meant to be. And these life challenges are made to do that. They're made to help us become who we're meant to be. So they're uncomfortable in a way that requires us to change and become better. And I think everything that gives us the very best satisfaction in life is not easy ever, but it's always worth it. So that is my message to you today. If you are a mom, you are here, whether you are pregnant or you have already given birth, you are feeling like things are hard, life is rough, you're not sure what's wrong with you, you don't know how to make things work, that sometimes that is just part of the process and you're doing better than you think you are. So stick with it. Now, of course, like I said before, if 
you are having intrusive thoughts or very heavy things that are weighing on you and you need a little bit more support or you're concerned that this isn't a normal amount of whatever you're feeling, um, make sure to head to the show notes. I did include the EPDS scale. There's a direct link to it. So all you have to do is read through those questions. You can do a self-assessment and really decide. It'll give you like um, questions and how to answer them. And then you add it up at the end. How concerned or not concerned should you be? And if you should reach out to a counselor, um, a therapist, somebody that you trust in a way that can give you a little bit more help, that's a very real thing. Make sure that you do take time to do that um, if you are concerned at all. But otherwise, welcome to motherhood. (laughs) We're all in it together. We're all working to do the very best that we can. And I see you and I support you and you're doing better than you think you are. That's it for this week, but make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you get notifications first as I drop new episode every week. And don't forget to head over to myessentialbirth.com for all of the free downloads mentioned here and to join the birth course and community serving pregnant moms just like you. If you enjoyed this and other episodes, I would love it if you would take a few minutes to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I read every single one and include one at the beginning of each episode. See you next week.